you may have your seat. And briefly, I want to lift up uh, a thought around we would see Jesus. And it is found in that 20th through the 22nd verse and then the 32nd verse. The word sawabona is a common word used in the Zulu language that means I see you. Now, I see you in this context means much more than hello or as a simple good morning. In this context, it's a statement, a statement that suggests that you matter, that I am present with you. So you matter, but I'm also present with you, that we are in this together, that my well-being is connected to your well-being. It is connected to another African word called Ubuntu, which means I am because we are. As we assemble here today and think of the season that we're in, as well as the time that we're in, we need to see each other's full humanity, and we can only do that when we recognize that our, at our very best, we're never more than the sum parts that make up the whole. So I have to see you. And when I see you, I am seeing you in your full humanity. I am not your keeper, but I'm my brother's keeper. This statement helps us to understand how we can lose sight or this chapter uh, helps us to understand how we can lose sight of our ability to see each other as God has intended for us to do so. If you follow the writing, the disciples had lost their sawabona. They were complaining about how much Mary had spent for the ointment that she was using to wash Jesus' feet. You see, things can cause us to lose sight of what's most important. You see, when we can get when we get titles, sometimes we we can lose sight of what's important. And then we start managing, I should say, we start trying to control God's business instead of managing that which God have ordained us to manage. The disciples at this point was about to control how things should happen instead of managing the responsibility that God 
had placed upon them. Some were showing up to see the miracles that Jesus had done in the life of Lazarus instead of seeing up, showing up to determine why Jesus and what Jesus wanted us to do. You see, we will follow him when things are glamorous, but that's not the calling that is never the calling. Instead of showing up to see if Lazarus was really raised from the dead, they should have been showing up so that they could learn at the feet of the master. We would see Jesus and others seeking a way to discount it. By the way, most of them were the religious leaders because the religious leaders had something to lose. Some people showed up on this occasion. The next day they were crying Hosanna. The next week they were saying, give me Barabbas. You see, because when we would see Jesus, it is never about who we are. It is never about what we possess. It's always about who that God called us to be and how do we serve him in the situations that we are confronted with and how do we remain consistent aligning ourselves with his word as opposed to my way. If I had a dime for every time I've heard someone convert God's word from his way to my way, I could have retired a long time ago because we have a tendency to use God's word for our good and we are to honor God's word for his good and his good is always designed to glorify him and benefit mankind. I find it to be, to be amazing how we all love Jesus on our own terms, but have a difficult time loving him on his terms. We all know the story of the rich young ruler who said, Lord, I have done all you ask. I've, you know, fed the poor and I've hung out with all the right people. I come to church every Sunday and Bible study every Wednesday because that was his term. But he said, go sell. You see, and sometimes we, 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 we think it was all about material stuff. But he was really saying, give up you for me. He said, I can't do that. I like me too much to give up me. But in the scripture, it says that unless a seed fall in the ground and die, 
it profits or benefit us nothing. His term command that we love one another. His terms command us to reason together. You know, and when we reason, it's not about my position. It's about what's the good for the issue or the ministry that God have called us. Because when we are called to a ministry, we're called because somebody is trying to see Jesus. And instead of us trying to show them Jesus, we'll show them stuff. And when we lose sight of why God called us to that ministry, we blind folk from seeing Jesus. His terms demand or command that we reason together. His term demand that we bear one another's burdens. His terms demand that we feed the sick and the homeless when we come to the understanding that I am because we are. We are better able to do that which God have called us to do. When we do that, we become a part of the solution. I have done a lot of work in the community. And oftentimes people will come in and they will say, how can I help you? They don't come and say, how can I be a part of the solution? But how can I come to help you? Not realizing how paternalistic that is in nature. Because when I come to be a part of the solution, I am getting something as I am giving something. You see, when we seek to see Jesus, we gave and we received there was an equal playing field. You see, sometimes we forget that an equal playing field have nothing at all to do with who have the most to give. Because John Coleman used to have a saying. His saying was that the up and out need Jesus just like the down and out need Jesus. So whether we are up or whether we are down, we all seek to see Jesus. And I know I got to get up out of here in a few minutes because, you know, I'm, I'm a Baptist preacher. And we just st start getting started when I'm supposed to be wrapping up. So y'all just work with me. We're going to be able to have this communion and, and get out of here for dinner at the time of the bell or, 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 the, or the, the cow bell. So we're going to be good. Uh, in the text, it says, and there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship with them. Now we have to understand that the Greek were considered to be the unsaved by the Jews. They were individuals that, that were outside of the realm. We had to find them. See, we have a problem of defining folk. 
You see, when, when, when you see Jesus, you see a collective group of folk. But when we start defining folk, then we label folk. And when we label folk, we make it difficult for them to see Jesus. Our job is to help them to see Jesus. But the interesting thing about this passage is the Greek didn't let them define who they were. Because they saw themselves as children of God, just like the Jews. So at the season of Passover, they say, you may not like it, but I'm going to show up. Now the question is, when they show up, who are we? Because they showed up seeking to find Jesus. And the scripture goes on to say, they stated that we would like to see Jesus. Do you think they only wanted to see Jesus in the flesh? Because if they came for the Passover, they were going to encounter him in public. So we got to take this scripture and, and peel back a layer of two. They, they, they were saying, I want to see Jesus not in him, but I want to start seeing Jesus in you. I want to start seeing Jesus in you. And we have to understand that those who are unsaved is looking to see Jesus. When they come into our churches, they're looking to see Jesus. When we minister to them, they are looking to find Jesus. And the question is, are they seeing Jesus in us? Or are they just seeing the handouts? Because when we don't show them Jesus, because you need to understand, uh, it's not like they haven't heard of who Jesus is before. They just hadn't seen him. <laughs> so when they see them, when they see him, that their life changed. Because our lives changed when we saw Jesus. And then it goes down as Jesus concludes this dialogue with the disciples. He said, if I be lifted up, then I will draw. Sometimes we try to uh, sort of defend Jesus instead of just lifting him up. He don't need to be defended. See, we can't get to some folk because we're telling other folk how Jesus, uh, uh, we're, we're telling folk how we define Jesus as being. So when we start defining for folk how Jesus is, we stop lifting him up. 
He said, let our light so shine before men that they might see our good works and glorify him. How about working to lift him up? You know, one thing about being uh, a, a, a disciple of Jesus, if you're really a disciple of Jesus, people already know that. So how do we offer that? As I close, we need to understand that the lost and unsaved are looking for Jesus when they encounter those of us that profess to be Christians. One of my favorite hymns said, how to reach the masses, men of every birth for an answer, Jesus gave the key and it was if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me because the world is hungry for the living bread. Lift the Savior up for them to see. And then men will follow him who once taught, I'll draw all men unto me. So when they see you, do they see Jesus? Or do they see your doctrine? When they see you, do they see Jesus? Or do they see your denomination? When they see you, do they see Jesus? Or they just see a Bible-toting individual lift him up because they would see Jesus. Thank you.